I like, I'll be honest with you, I like how you started the last time. Where you started, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like, if you, when we air the pilot, I like the fact that, like, I, I would keep the initial introduction where you're like, fuck that, I'm going, going back in again, we'll do it naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so raw, and it's like, oh, <clears throat> uh, okay. These guys are pretty cool. Yeah. They're yeah. real. They're real. They're humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's what like, I mean? Oh. Exactly. It's like, okay, they, they were trying to, he was trying to do the thing, but he, he gets it. He got it right away. Like, this, we're gonna keep it natural. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was perfect. I, I love that part. It was like one of my favorite Chicka chicka check. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to Passing the Bar podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of our industry from a uh, perspective of veteran bartenders. Today, we've got Evan. Hey, what's up, y'all? <laughs> and we've got Steve. Hello, hello. And myself, uh, my name is Chris. I'll be the host of the show. And uh, I think um, I think the main flow of where we were trying to go with today is just to introduce us to uh, the masses and, and what we are and what we do and, and what we love. So, Evan? Yeah, so uh, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm Evan. I've been bartending for a long, long, long time. I'm a, <laughs> I've been bartending at Yard House for eight years. Uh, other jobs, I was there for a total of uh, six to seven years. So I think I've been bartending now for about 15 years. I originally started off at um, an Irish pub where I told them that I had bartended before, but I had not. <laughs> and then, and so essentially, I uh, I uh, just had to figure it out, and uh, that's how that's how it all started. And uh, it was it was a great experience where I um, you know car- carried my weight in the in the service well. It was the first place that I started, and it's funny that in the future that I worked in one of the most B service wells ever at, when, at Yard House. When you were um, when you <laughs> when you started out, how old were you? Uh, when I first started, so so the thing was is that I. I've been working in restaurants since the age of 13. I started washing dishes, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> I feel like the restaurant industry in general is a – it's like the mafia where you just can't get out sometimes because the money is just what it is. Yeah, but um, uh, so from there, I, I remember watching bartenders all the time. So in my head, I was like, those guys make the money. I want to do that thing. And so uh, basically the kitchen didn't make – you didn't make a lot of money. I heard about busboys making a lot of money. So I, I, I quickly realized that, like, I need to stop working in the kitchen and move out there so I could move into that situation. Mm-hmm. Bartending never happened. I ended up becoming a manager of a restaurant instead of bartending. They told me I was going to be a bartender. When they brought me into the office, they said, we want to make you a manager. And I was 20, 23 at the time, that or 22 at the time. That blew your head up. Yeah, it messed me up, man, because I really just wanted to bartend. I didn't <laughs> want to be in charge of people. Right. And But I have a yes boss mentality, and I said, okay, I'll do it, you know. Yeah. And uh, after grinding for a couple of years, um, I, I realized I hated it. You know what I mean? But You hated Managing, managing yeah. you know what I mean? Just people, and like, it's, it's such a young White age. shirt. Yeah, it's tough, man. <laughs> or at that point, I had a whole, uh, you know, plethora of uh, shirts and ties that I got from, you know, TJ Maxx to, to do my job. But anyways, um, I was offered a job to bartend. I told them I could bartend, and uh, they knew me from being a manager, and they just assumed that I was a bartender before I was a manager, and they, they gave me the job. So you just, so they, they offered the opportunity, yeah. and I wouldn't say, I mean, you you can go and say fake it till you make it, but yeah, so yeah. You, you just were like, it's yeah. Here. And, and, and I mean, ultimately, I knew what drinks were because I was a you know manager and a server for so long. So I just the way I saw it was like, I can make a fucking Jack and Coke. You know what I mean? I can make a goddamn vodka. <laughs> I can, fucking I can make a vodka soda with a lime on it. You know what I mean? Like or crack a beer too. Like and say, hey, how you doing? You know what I mean? I was like, that's that's essentially what bartending is, right? But uh, you know, as time went on, I was like, oh, it's not just that. It's a little more in depth. Yeah, Steve, uh, where'd you get your start, man? Well, I uh, I got a start in the food industry at the good old 
let's call it Cold Stone Creamery at 15 Ooh. years bam, bam. old. That was my first experience actually taking gas. Wait, oh, is it, is it? We'll be mixing on the Cold Stone when you tip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we sang and everything. Yes, you did. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, so that was kind of my first experience getting tips, you know, not just being an hourly employee. And uh, and then my brother, you know, he he's you know a few years older than me. He started bartending, and then I just kind of saw all the cash flow that he got. And I was like, you know what? I want to get there. I want to do that. So then, you know, plethora of different bars and restaurants started working at Chili's. That's where I got my first hands behind the bar, because in Chicago, you actually only have to be 18 to be oh, a bartender wow. at Chili's. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wait, only 18? Only pour, 18. Pour drinks and everything. You can pour drinks. Oh. You can serve it up. All of that jazz. Um, so that's kind of where I got my feet wet. And then I would say I got my formal training at Gordon Birch Brewery. Mm. Uh, I mean, that, you know, you think it's a brewery. You don't have that many <clears> drinks <throat> to make. We had over 75 specialty cocktails, and oh, that yeah. well murdered you. Yeah. So I would say, you know, my speed and everything kind of came from that. Um, but yeah, so I was in Chicago. You know, I was bartending there for about three, four years. I was at Chili's, and then um, decided to take the plunge. I was sick of that cold-ass weather in Chicago, so I decided to move to San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> where I continued <laughs> to <Diego>. bartend. <laughs> um, and then uh, got my feet wet with the whole club scene, you know, guest bartending at Sidebar and other clubs downtown. And then that's when I really saw the speed and how you can make some money and make a name for yourself. Um, and then in San Diego, that's where I met my good friend Chris Pryor, who's hosting this show right now. Oh, man. And he brought me onto the shack. And then the rest <laughs> is history. Um, but yeah, man, I've been bartending, gosh, over... 10 years now. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of my backstory of where nice, I came man. from. Um, so, <laughs> Chris, where did you begin? <laughs> man, I, um, you know, it's funny. I feel like our, all of our experiences are completely different, like mm-hmm. 100% different, which is really cool mm-hmm. because we all share like that common bond, yeah. which, is, which is the bar. I first started in the restaurant industry working for uh, a company called Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. And um, I was in school in Fredericksburg, Virginia. And uh, I'll tell you that there was nothing else going on in Fredericksburg at Central Park. Shout out Central Park because I know you guys have built what, what? way up. Think of it like our town center now. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there there was nothing going on. This was like my first restaurant job. I was 18, like fresh out the gate. Yeah. Like literally, I think I got hired on my 18th birthday. On Fridays and Saturdays, this bar would turn into a nightclub. They would bring in like a DJ, and you know, people would show up. I mean, line out the door, <laughs> buffalo, turn bu- up, buffalo, you know, just jamming out. I mean, I'm I'm not lying. It was it was actually kind of you know first experience with like security, first experience with like being uh, you know propositioned to like join a threesome with like a wife and a you know, whatever you know wow. I'm like wow yeah, yeah this is a lot that's, a, lit, that's a fucking lit SB dub yeah. like, by the way happened. if you're listening you can sponsor us yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously though so we all we all know the movie Waiting like yeah. that was that experience it was like whoa this yeah. is what's going on this is fun so then I got to ODU I ended up having a decent amount of friends and we would go out to some places, you know, before we were able to really kind of go out, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, we all did that. Yeah, we yeah. all did that. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I remember I was at a bar drinking and um, the manager at the time, he walks over to me. He's like, hey, man, you like you still doing like that? Th- you still doing RTC? You, you know, you're still doing the army thing, you know? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm still doing that. He's like, hey, man, do you want to you feel like making some extra cash? And I'm like, yeah. I'll make some extra cash, you know, whatever. And he goes, uh, 
hey, I've got a, I got a job for security for you. And I'm like, sick job for security. What am I making? You know, $10 an hour, $7 an hour, like as a college student. Right. On top of like my GI bill and having my school already paid for it anyway. I was right, like, yeah. fucking sold. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, so. A little extra cash. No right. Big, no, no big deal. Yeah. So it jumped from like, it jumped from me being a security guard to getting moved to another bar. You know, that the that the owner owned. And he's like, hey, look, we know we need help tonight. Can you go over there? I go over there and help. They're like, oh, dude, we like you. You want to stay. So from there, I became a door guy. You know, from there, I got an opportunity to do, like, a barback shift. And um, it was, like, it was cool. It was me. And shout out to my buddy Adam. Uh, we were kind of, like, the same guy. You know what I mean? He was, like, the white version of me, and I was the black version of him. Yeah, yeah. But we were all, like... Fucking yin and yang. Yeah, social butterflies, <laughs> and we fucking worked well together. So I had moved up to, um, I had moved up to, uh, to door guy, and Donnie... Had white light. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, walks, he walks over, he walks over to me, and he's like, yo, man, I'm going to save your life. And I'm like, okay, what's up? And he's like, so what do you do as a door guy? And I'm like, oh, well, uh, sir, I, uh, I check IDs, and I uh, greet our guests, and he's like, nah, fuck that. Right. He's like, what do you do? He's like, you stand up here, you fucking talk to girls, you know what I mean? You get people to come in, you probably smoke too many cigarettes, you know, like all this shit, you know what I mean? And I'm like... Yeah, what are you going to do? You're standing there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm going to give you a chance to save your life. He's like, I'm going to put you and Adam against each other for, um, uh, for fucking Fat Tuesday. You know what I mean? The person to invite the most people will become like a permanent barback. And I'm like, bet, no problem. I got this. So I used all of the social media that I possibly could. At the time, I think it was like MySpace and Facebook. I made groups. MySpace. Hashtag never forget. I made, yeah, I made, yeah, I, made. Man, I missed my playlist. <laughs> oh, man, that music when you logged in, get out of here. That's my whole playlist. <laughs> I made, I made, uh, I made events. I made, I, I went and I canvassed the, the university. I handed out tickets. I mean, and at the end of the day, I ended up, this is no shit, I had like 150 people show up like Damn. on that night. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. I think nobody else had like 10 or some shit like that. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they were like, hey, look, we're going to give you this opportunity. So then I bar backed. You know, in between this like time, I was still like, I had picked up a serving job at Chili's. So I was like working kind of two jobs, still going to school, you know, doing the whole thing. You guys are like Chili's brothers. Hey, what's up? Shake that margarita, baby. <laughs> Shake that margarita. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so look, they go, um, this is, it's fucking St. Patty's Day, man. You know, like, it's right around my birthday. And he's like, hey, St. Patty's Day, I'm gonna need you to bartend. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, St. Patty's Day, I'm gonna need you to bartend. And I'm like, um, it was right before my birthday. It was my first time doing it. So, like, and he's like, can you do it? And I'm like, fucking done it before yeah fuck yeah i can do it Hell yeah. i got this shit mm-hmm. he's like well check this out is either you're gonna do great and it's gonna be cool or you're not gonna do great and it's not gonna be cool and i was like okay that's pretty pretty straight math i get that 50 50 chance fuck it let's just I do like, it i like the philosophy of that seeing patty's day 2000 and whatever the fuck year it was <laughs> the fucking wildest moment of my life stepping into this fraternity as a bartender from there, I got kind of like the itch, you know. I oh, got totally. the, I got the itch. I got the okay. How do I make more money out of this? You know, like mm-hmm. I, I felt like I reached a, like a plateau working at like college bars after like a year. So I decided to go downtown Grammy Street, end up getting a job as a guest bartender on like a Monday night for a college night. It all worked out. Started working college night at this, a place called Time Lounge. I ended up getting promoted to like promotions manager. And then after that, um, I would like bartend, and I was also like a AGM. I was also 22. This was like Nuts. way too fast. But it was it was what I was looking for at the moment. Oh, hell yeah. You know dude. what I mean? At 22, it's like, 
this is perfect. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Knew this everybody. Is, yeah. Knew, you know what I mean? Like, had the responsibilities, mm-hmm. made the money. Like, it was yeah, it was a good time. Uh, but from there, I went to work. Fuck. Uh, all the hot spots. Grammy Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucky's over on in Hampton. I've worked. Um, Waterman's for six years. I worked at Clipso for a brief stint. Um, Cash 31 for a little bit. I currently work at Green. And in between that time, I got an opportunity to open up one of the most exciting bars in Virginia, the shack down at the oceanfront. And that's where both of us, or all three of us, kind of came together. Right. Because I'd worked worked with Evan at the Yard House, where Evan trained me, and then me and him helped to train some of the current bartenders that are still there, or past bartenders. Yeah. And then I met Steve in San Diego on a trip. Hey. That was kind of a cool situation because uh, you and uh, your wife, they were you were planning on moving back, but no one knew, you know. Mm-hmm. And I got the I got the text and the call like, "Hey, is there any way that you know you can kind of help shop, you know, yeah. Steve around or sell? You know, what I mean, I'm like, fuck yeah, I can help shop around. Like day later, I get an opportunity, I get a promotion. I'm like, yeah, just like, kind of fell in your lap. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got a job. Timing for is you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't say you guys told me the story about how you guys met, but that's a whole, like I don't feel a hold on the podcast. Story. I mean, I, I'm feeling <laughs> a little slighted here because I thought I was the white version of Pryor. Oh, that's what and I heard so too. Now, and that's part of that. this Adam dude coming into the picture. Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Well, that, he, I, guess, yeah. I guess he was the. He was the first. The original. Yeah, he, he was, was the his first. first. He was the okay. first. Look, man. So I'm your second love. Well, we've, we've learned. Uh, hey, look, I love, Tina Turner I love said all, it, dude. I love all my. <laughs> Tina Turner said it. It's a, it's a secondhand emotion, dude. Love. Secondhand emotion. <laughs> that's you, though. You got it. You got it now. <laughs> I mean, without going too too far into detail, you know, I've been uh, bartending for nine years. Yeah. I've worked at all of the top spots in Hampton Road. So I have um, worked with some of the best, if not actually I've worked with the best people that I've ever seen bartend in the world. Uh, you guys are some of them. I've had an opportunity to learn a lot of things, uh, though they're good and bad. Um, and I feel like I have taken uh, at least my step in the industry to better myself with it instead of allowing it to ruin my life. Where like, you down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's like a, that's a thing though too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's a, that's another thing. It's like, you know, where you start is like not where you end, right? You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you've got to grow. You have to. You have to expand. You got to look at new opportunities. And you need an exit strategy, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It, it is a great. It is a great fast way to make money. Oh, it's super you know what great, I mean? and it's fun, and you get to meet so many people. And you, yeah, what you, Evan? What do you love about fucking bartending? So, for me, again, like you know, you know, growing up in a you know a restaurant and making started making my money, you know, in the front of the house by the age of like fifteen, I'm like looking at these bartenders, and they always, they always had this high, like the, they were the highest echelon of the restaurant. They were better than the managers. They were better than the servers. They were like, they were like the the top top oh, of the for, tier. That's how I felt about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I as feel far like everyone as, looks at bartenders in a higher light. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, and nothing against the you know managers and like that, but I feel like that they just had a better way of dealing with people and understanding people. But I think that's what happens with us. We get this experience where. We are rapid fire dealing with like all these different personalities at all times. So we are getting ex- this un- incredible amount of experience of dealing with so many different personality types. Mm-hmm. Right, and so they carry it very well. Like bartenders, we carry it very well. We we understand everybody. And then like for me growing up, you know what I mean. In these places, uh, they would always you know treat me with respect, give me a little extra side jobs, you know, to throw me an extra twenty or thirty bucks just to help them out. And I was like, I want to do that. You know what I mean? And then figure it out from there. But the thing I love about bartending is like. Meeting new people, shaking hands, and being legitimate about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like some people um, phone it in. You know what I mean? They fake it. You know what I mean? 
What do you mean? Like they fake they fake liking they, their job? Well, so I'll say this is that I have to put my plastic face on every once in a while because I will go into work and I will not be in the greatest mood. You know what I mean? Right. But I try, though, to be like at least honest. 80 to 90% of the time, like legitimate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, how you doing? I'm happy you're here. You know what I mean? Like, this is how I get paid and, you know, I, I just I want you to come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, it's like I'm not looking for that. You know, big tip. You know what I mean. I want everybody to tip me. I mean, obviously, we want everybody to tip us like a hundred percent, and that'd be great. You know what I mean? I'd be, right. I'd be rich. I'd be <laughs> right. Fucking rich. That's yeah. not you know what I'm saying. Happen. But it's not going to happen. Yeah. And so, so at the end of the day, it's like be consistent, and then you know, treat everybody with respect, and then you know, you don't count your count your money till the end. You know what I mean? Right. And I think right. that at the end of the day, like we take this gamble. We don't, we don't take this salary job. We don't take this hourly job where we know what we're going to make for the hours that we work. The gamble is, is that we don't really know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think, you know, if you put your effort into it and your time and, you know, your passion, that it pays off way more than you, you know, could ever expect. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's what I love about it. I think it's like, we're our own little business, each one of us. You know what I mean? Just to expand on that a little bit, I, I think you, you hit that right on the head, Evan. I think um, if you genuinely care and you want someone to have a good experience, right. you know, you show them a good time, you tell them all about, you know, the new promotional items that you have, you want them to have a good time. And you don't just chase the money. You'll right. find that it's a very rewarding job, I think. Um, yeah, I, I love, you know, meeting new people. You know, showing them a good time. Welcome to our city. You know, let's show you around. You've never been here? Hell yeah. yeah. Okay, this is what's up. It, after you're done with us, why don't you check out another bar that I know Evan's working at. Right, That yeah. Chris is working at. And then you have a community based on that. And then people are traveling around. You're promoting the whole city. And it's a great thing. Yep. I will say, too, is like... Um, so, you know, working at a bar, you start to get regulars. I, I've had regulars become great friends of mine that I, I talk to on a regular basis. I mean, it's not that I'm, I, I don't, I, there's there's the, the, the line of profession and, you know, the line of profession and your real life, you know what I mean? But sometimes people cross that line and they become your great friends. Like Chris Hamilton's a great friend of mine now. He was a regular at Yard House. Uh, this guy Bob is a brewer, you know what I mean? We we have mutual, you know, uh Likes, you know, I mean, we, we both brew beer. We became great friends with that. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, like, you can create great friendships. You can create a great, you know, uh, environment for people to have this, like, sense of community. Would you be willing to say that it's like you are the master of your own destiny? Uh, uh, sometimes. Depends on <laughs> depends on who's in charge of my destiny, though, at that place. Yeah. You know I mean? Why do you like bartending? Okay, so the reason, <laughs> <laughs> the reason that I end uh, being behind the bar in that space is for it's it, it offers an opportunity for freedom um and when i say freedom i scheduling wise you know i can have scheduling freedom a lot more freedom than uh you would have if you were working like a rigid like nine to five. Oh, in life yeah yes. like my i have a freedom in yes. life to be able to pursue a lot of things 100 it doesn't necessarily have the stability um that you would find in a nine to five area like working in virginia beach in hampton roads like we're a very like restaurant like heavy town, you know what right. I'm saying? We're a resort town. Right. If you live in Camden, Ohio, <laughs> here we go again, guys. Ohio, we love you. <laughs> and you're working, damn, and you're, you, and you know, or, or some some you know podunk whatever or the fuck like place working at some dive bar, like you you it may not work out for you, but like in our industry and like where we live, you know, you can wake you can make like a, a very good. Oh, like decent wage. wage. A oh, very 100%. good wage. You know what I'm saying? So, right. like, for me, you know, I, I stepped away from bartending being a side job, ye, like, years ago. And I made that decision to decide to cross that line because right. I knew that I could take care of myself. In, in a shorter pa- period of time. Right. Very, very yeah. much so. But the, the, the trade-off, though, is that I 
don't get to hang out for the holidays. No, you don't. I don't get to. I don't get to go to. I get to. I get to be a part of all the big events. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But I don't get but to go. But you're working it right, and that's and that could be a little difficult when it comes to like right. like dating. But shout out to our our, our significant others as oh. a, as a bartender. They deal with them. You know what I mean? Because like think of it. I was just gonna say. I mean, speaking of that, let's just do a cheers to the women in our life. Yeah, can we? There we go. Can cheers. we? Cheers. Uh, yeah, yes, I'm, that's I'm another you. tequila. Don't judge. <laughs> hey, cheers to the the people that that support us and what we do. Cheers. Absolutely. Dealing with the fact of of sometimes that you know, shit, you may get home around four, five, six. You know, what I mean, sun may be up six in the morning. Yeah, that was that was a uh, Sunday morning. Yeah, Sunday morning. I got home at six. That was yeah. for you. And what time yeah. did you go in? I left the house at eleven thirty. That morning. morning. That morning, yeah. Hell yeah. So 12 to I literally got home at 6 in the morning. I was starving because I didn't eat the whole night because we were busy. That's and crazy. I was like, do I have time to eat before I go back? Or is this going to cut into my sleep? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, that's essentially my that's thought. That's the trade-off. And I, and I sat there. And I kind of, like, I was like, like, what's all this cash? I was like, let me see what this cash is. Yeah. And then I, I, I ended up grabbing, like, a couple. And now that I'm still thinking about this, um, you know, it really kind of pisses me off. When I go into work, like, I'm at work and I'm bartending because I, like, because I want to. I made the decision that this is the direction that I want to go. I have my own path and direction that I'm going to go with it. Right. But, like, the main thing is, is like, when I'm at work, I want to be at work. And, yeah. And I'm happy yeah, to be at absolutely. work. So yeah. when I, like, meet people, it's, like, a genuine thing. So going back to, like, oh, yeah, of course, like, it – overall, you know, you need money in the society that we live in to be able to survive. You yeah, know what I mean, so like, and you want to make sure that your time is like equally traded for something that's valuable. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I, it just reminds me of of this. Like, I, m- I remember I had a guest one time. The rudest, <laughs> the rudest of people. You know what I mean? Or not the rudest of people, they but are. like they are but awful like, human and it, beings, right? And then it, right, and it comes out. Maybe not. Maybe they're just having a, a bad day. Or the fuck. Being nice. <laughs> here's, well, here's the main thing. It's like at the moment they're the worst person they, they are. could possibly be. Yes. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. give a fuck about what happened before you. Before we had the start of this conversation, not I don't give a fault. fuck about not that. Not my like, fault at all. Right. Don't bring it to me. Right. You know what I mean? But anyway, but it, the the statement of <sighs> you're not going to get my tip. Oh God. I'm sorry. I to a. Shout out! This uh, this podcast is brought to you by that person that doesn't tip, and also explains the fact that they're not going to tip. Because you know why? I don't give a shit. hundred you know percent. I saying? don't. I don't either. I don't. It doesn't yeah. like your money in general. Doesn't it, like it. It's the reason why we do the job, but it's not going to make me jump like it's a fucking carrot. Back to the thing we were just talking about earlier. We we love what we do and we put our passion into it and at the end of the day we count our money and it's right. not for the moment right and you do not have power over us with that stupid fucking comment yeah you know what I mean you can carry that shit the fuck on and then guess what that next time that you decide to come up right guess who's not getting served yeah you're not you know what I'm saying because you decide to be that fucking asshole to try to hold it out like a carrot I, I look at it like you said Evan like a, like it's a it's a broader range you know what I mean right like a, I look at it for the whole day the overall process is we're here to create an environment look so uh, I had a manager when I first started working at PF Chang's I'll tell you this the truth is I worked at PF Chang's for like almost eight years I learned a whole lot of stuff there but I, I, I happened to bump into so many great people there but Sonny and he I used to call him Sunshine he hated that but his, his parents were hippies but <laughs> But, but that was his real name was Sunshine. But anyways, but Sunshine, uh, he told me he said, Evan, sometimes people don't tip. Sometimes they've saved just enough enough money to get out to like take their family out at one point, and they can only mm-hmm. tip like maybe ten or fifteen percent. Like I get it, you right. know what I mean? Like there's sometimes that happens. 
You know what I mean? That I'm cool the, with it. You know what I mean? I don't care as long as you as long as there's gratitude at the end of the, at the end of the situation. Mm-hmm. Some people don't even know how to tip. You know, we assume that everybody understands this twenty percent thing, but the reality is is that some people aren't brought up in that in that that lifestyle or, or you know they've never been taught that. So they think giving like five or ten bucks in, on anything is incredible. As long as the gratitude is there, that's all I'm looking for. Because yeah, at the end of the day, somebody's tipping me twenty dollars on forty dollars or or fifty dollars on fifty dollars. Right. You know or I mean? hundred like, on fucking it, twenty. It washes out, and then that person that has some thinks they have some sort of, some sort of power over me because they're gonna oh you're losing a dollar on the tip now because I had to wait an extra minute. It's like. Get the fuck well, out and, of here. And, and that's the thing. I mean, you just got to keep your head on and, and keep a positive attitude. I mean, right. we've all done it. We've all seen it. We've all been in this industry forever. Um, I mean, I think you all can admit you're going to get a bad person, oh, but yeah. you're going to get a fucking phenomenal person. Oh, yeah. Or more than... There's going to be more phenomenal There's going to be the, more yeah. phenomenal, especially if you care about your job, Overall. especially if you try and you care and you want them to have a good time. Right. You're, you're just going to get those negative people. I mean, like... I. We've all trained, you know, prior you've trained, Evan's mm-hmm. trained, I right. train all the time. I mean, that's how it is. And that's what I tell people, especially brand new bartenders who are fresh on the scene. You know, they're like, they get in a bad mood and it kind of ruins their shift. Oh, yeah. And you're like, no, 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 no. Don't let that ruin it. Yes. Was he an asshole? 100%. And yeah. I, I saw it and I get it. And you gave him great service. But you know what? Our regulars are coming in. You're going to have a great night. Actually, not even just the regulars. Other people are going to appreciate everything that you're offering. Anybody. And it's going to wash out, like you said. Right. You know, it always evens out. I mean, shit, we're still talking about, like, what we love about the industry. How many times have you guys been taken out by regulars? Like, I'm talking... Take you to a ball game. Oh, dude. Maybe I got concert better. tickets. I got better than that. How go about, on a boat. Right. Let you fucking stay at their rental property at some fucking vacation place. Oh, no. You yeah, know what I'm saying? exactly. Yeah. I've had multiple people go like, hey, like, yeah, I've got an Airbnb, man. If you ever want to come into town, like, right. come hang out. And I know what it is. It's because, like, we're genuine. Do you oh, know what I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're also fun. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, hey, look, like if I could have this same feeling where I live, then fuck yeah, I'd host you. You know, whenever, whatever we do, we're going to, it's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's going to be like no bullshit too. That's the other thing too. You know, like I, one of the main things that I've, I love that we are as a community, uh, as uh, I like the fact uh, as a, as a whole, and I'm generalizing that bartenders Right, yeah. Or generalize because I have to because fucking because <laughs> some of you fucking assholes out there are giving us a bad fucking name. Get your bartender, but don't be a fucking asshole. But but some you know but you know when it comes one hundred percent yeah if we're talking if we're talking you know like a right. if, I, if I use the word like a civilian you yeah. know what I mean we're talking like a regular civilian. Putting one that could have a good time and two that doesn't know how to handle their shit. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm going with the bartender, like, like 100% of the time. Right. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, at least if they're if I'm dealing with their shit, like, I've already seen their shit. And right. their shit's, like, it's, like, elevated shit. It's, like, next level shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not just, like, oh, fucking Susan can't find her shoes. It's, like, yeah, um, fucking, I don't know, man. John got stuck in some stairwell or some shit in Vegas and doesn't know how he got there. He was all good, though. Like, you know, everything was good. Woke so. up in Mexico. There's a donkey in the room. We yeah. don't even know how <laughs> yeah. that got there. How did he even fly you know, there? It's Who like, knows? You know, no, it's not, you know, it's not the person that's over in the corner fucking crying and, fu- you know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's, like, yeah. it's, it's you know. It's right. elevated. Yeah, it's, 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 it's what, what the fuck is that? Shout out to to the fraternity of bartenders that can hold it together, even in like the the most wicked of times, I guess, if you could say it. 
Well, I can say that um, in my in my travels of and the great thing. So working at Yardhouse for you know the time that I was there, I was able to like have this opportunity to travel like four four times in different cities and just meet these people that I've never met before from other other places. from every all over the world. You know what yeah. I mean? Like California, New Mexico, or not all over the world, all over the nation. So California, New Mexico, um, Las Vegas, Florida, oh, Las Vegas, yeah, yeah. yeah, Las Vegas. And so they just put this group of people together. You know what I mean? And they just go like, "All right, go." You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's so You're nuts. Free. And every time it was like, we're all of the same, you know, we're all of the same essence. Like, we're all from this the same place. And we get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then literally within, like, two days, it's like, oh, we're all best friends. And we're doing some crazy shit today. You know what I mean? Like, oh, and yeah. it, so when we had our time off, it's like, you know, you work 70 hours that week. And then you get, you get those times off together. And you just like, boom. And you just go. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the great thing about these restaurant people, like, talking like you're talking about, is like, we have experience of just yeah, getting down, Get man, grit. fucking doing it, and well, we, we would have the most incredible fucking days. You know, what I mean? fucking off days. Yeah, we know all about that from the shack. Oh yeah, I mean we were all putting in. I, I remember clocking out at what seventy five, eighty hours one week, and Pryor's like, "Go fuck yourself." I'm at ninety four. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? but then you know, minus what? the hours I slept in this place. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. caught on the. Uh, but then we have that off day and just tear it the fuck up. You know? Yeah, because that's what we do. Yeah, but you do it. But you got to do it right. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like if you're gonna go out, you know what I'm saying? Like at least go out and have a good time. Like I, I hate, I hate when you would like if you go to do like a staff outing or where the fuck it is or like a group session where we're all going to hang out and all supposed to be fun and you know and then there's somewhere in the night, somewhere along this this line, there's a moment. That you can see it start to turn. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. That one person's boyfriend shows up. And <laughs> changes the dynamic. You know what I mean? Yeah, it like, totally changes the dynamic. For, the fork in the road, the butterfly effect, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It fucking it'll fuck everything up. Yeah. We study behavior as like a profession. We're bar stool therapists. Man. That's what that's, we. That's what we do. That's what we do. You know I've what I'm saying? And it's been like saying I'm a professional bad influence, but that's my new. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. That's a joke, but maybe I don't know. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, but but seriously though, I, you know it's funny that I. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. I'm just gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> next time, guys. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> next time. On episode three. Oh, next episode <laughs> seventeen. <laughs> Season two. Anyway, as much as people would hate to like have it known like we see the same type of people all the fucking time yeah it's the same category of people and we can categorize and group you into a specific line that you're going to follow only when you're drinking you know what i mean once you start having like a couple like a couple shots couple beers i can see the direction that you're going to go and then now your true self is there right shit i almost want to get one of those kitchen fucking timers and just set it at 45 minutes because you know it's boiling like it it, it is setting and it is getting warmer and warmer and you're like oh it's about to go down yeah here we go you can just see it building yep and they can go both ways they can be it can be very too positive right no, I mean, it could be or very right, negative, right? You know I mean? or I guess, very negative. So yeah. when it's when it's positive, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? It's negative because I have to f- I have to see in front of the moment that's happening right now, right. and I, and because I am responsible. You know what I mean for you. You know what I mean absolutely. As, as that is you. your job. Like yeah. I have to be like ahead of you. Can I make this podcast out to the guy that doesn't like being cut off? Oh yeah. Oh uh, fuck. Let's let's call him Frank. Okay, look, Frank. <laughs> this is Frank. <laughs> Or bro, bro. Yeah. Or bro, bro. Yeah. Fucking, fucking br- dust. Bro, <laughs> fucking Chad. Bro. What? Bro, bro. Like, 
Yeah, and whoever the, whoever yeah, you are, you know, when somebody when we go to cut you off, it's for your own good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, out of all the things that I want to not do, stop taking your money. Yeah, is not one of them. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I think saying? people lose track of that. Like they forget the fact that we're working for that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking come in. But they're like, he's trying to make me look like a fucking dick. No, no, no. Right. I'm trying. Guy. I'm trying to prevent yeah. you from fucking falling on your fucking face or going to get yourself in a fucking car accident, killing somebody, fighting somebody, all of the above for, for whatever shit. reason. Help you know him keep his dick up if he's been talking to some girl. Literally, and it's like, bro, I'm, you don't need I'm that other shot of whiskey the, the, right the, now. Just right. I wish I got cut off. Right. That's well. I was gonna say like the the bartender's like. We're in your fucking corner. We're, you know we're here to help you. We're yeah. we're your fucking we're right. your fucking ringside partner. You know right. what I'm saying? You're Rocky. You know what I mean? Like we're the we're the who the fuck is that guy? Somebody help me out. Give oh, uh, I'll just say custom auto for Tyson if that's okay. awesome. Yeah, he was, great, yeah. he was the greatest. Yeah, you know, of we're all. we're yeah. there for support, Mike Tyson. We're there for support. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? But we're also there to fucking pull you out of the game, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Because that that's like that's the that's what's been bestowed on us by like the law. Right. So like when I see you start to give out little like fucking glimpses of like you turning into a piece of shit like yeah i'm probably going to cut you off once you reach a point yeah because at that point you'll still be like con- like it's still be able to, to control that situation instead of like you like being blacked out and deciding to fucking punch some fucking like 80 year old man in the fucking face oh yeah uh, I, I had a situation recently uh at the old beach tavern where it was like this guy james comes in normally for like three drinks and then leaves. But he stayed a little bit longer than he normally does and he was buying everybody drinks and everybody drinks. You know what I mean? And he would close his tab and reopen his tab and then he's getting a little creepy but he just kept being, buying people drinks and I'm like, I'm watching his wallet dwindle. At one point he just hands me his wallet to just pay for it and I go, this is the last drink you get to buy for anybody. At this point yeah. he wasn't even buying himself drinks anymore. I was just like, I'm sorry dude, you can't buy drinks for anybody anymore. Like you're I don't think you understand what you're doing, like you're running all your money out. Right. You know what I mean? Like you don't know his backstory. You come you, you come kids, in all the time. You know, I know you are, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't this isn't normally what you do. You know what I mean? Right. At one point I thought you were having a good day, but I think we've I think we've crossed the threshold of like a good day and now you're just shit faced. So I, sh- I I didn't cut him off. I just cut everybody off. That he was buying drinks for, essentially, I guess, is that, if that makes sense. Yeah, but you helped him out, though. You know, I'm sure he woke up in the morning, looked at his bank account, and was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so bottom line, if we're cutting you off, it's not just trying to be hateful cool, or mean. It's because right. we care. Man. So, um, uh, back to some other things we were talking about. Uh, I'd like to bring up the, the idea of, like, you know, we were talking about earlier, it's like, the cost of this profession is, like, you know, the time that we spend here. and, and uh, Yeah. You know, and, and then, so, the two two sides of the situation mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, us we're we're looking for that exit strategy and then there's the other other side where it's like these they're just locked into the bar and it doesn't there's no there doesn't seem to be an end. But I mean so that's what where, do you think? So I'm kinda torn, you know what yeah. I mean? I've I've had uh so yeah, I've been bartending over ten, eleven years, but I've also, you know, taken a few desk jobs. Right. Uh but I've left those desk jobs. Yeah. You know, and, and one of the reasons being like we were talking about time. And yeah, we are weekend warriors that are just strapped in for 40, 50 hours every weekend. Right. But on the flip side of that coin, come Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm pretty open. Yeah, I'm off. You know what I mean? What's today? Monday? It's fucking Monday, and we're hanging out, drinking tequila, talking about our bar life. This is our weekend. You know what I mean? This is our weekend. I like, I like, I love it. You know what I mean? There's never any lines. Yeah. No. Bush Gardens. You guys want to go to Bush Gardens? We can go right now. No fucking lines. No fucking lines. <laughs> you yeah. want to go to the the or reason it's so packed? Your mind, go to museum. Right. Fucking wide open. Okay. Nobody's okay. in. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's let's take it down a couple notches. Go to fucking Walmart. 
Target. Go to Walmart. Empty. No lines. Fucking nobody. I mean, shit. Empty. This this March, I was like, you know what? I need to expand my mind a little bit. I am going to learn the guitar. I've always wanted to, and I've never had time to. Sick. Fuck it. Why not? Do I still sound like shit? One hundred percent. I yeah. sound like shit on the guitar. But you know what? I have time, and I can practice every day. Not a lot of people can do that. As long as you're having a good time. Let's go up one notch. Yeah. A lot of people are like, well, how are you going to have a family? How are you going to have kids while you're bartending? Right. Well, look at you, Evan. Uh, you get to spend all fucking day with your kids. Yeah. So I am gone to the latest hours of the night, but yes, I do have like a few days where I could just, you know, yeah. be with my family, do my thing. Yeah. And not only that, but so I look at like, um, you know, we talk about like I was managing uh, ages ago. I've been a manager. I've done management. You know, if I total it out, it's probably about seven or eight years or something like that. But in those in that time, I literally made the same amount of money in in a day that I would for a whole week. You bartending. know, of, of seven in, bar, in yeah. bartending, bartending make your one day your weekly manager salary, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then, so yeah, in maybe I, maybe I was there for eighteen hours bartending, but that would that would have been sixty to you know sixty to yeah. sixty five hours managing. We don't really a whole count, week. We don't really count the hours when it comes down to it. It you really doesn't no. matter. No. You know what I mean? It's We're like, having a good time. How, what, what, what's the what's the pot? What's know, it, yeah? What's 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 at the end of the uh, rainbow? Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, and and Chris will love this because I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to Ohio for a second. Oh, Ohio, but. Um, um, oh, but like, yeah, like that best job I had. I mean, nope. no disrespect. Yeah, I'm not I'm even going to talk about the company's name. I don't want. Yeah, it's it's going to be fine. Um, but um, but I mean, I was putting in 10, beep, 11 beep, hours. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, real quick, uh, Brian, Scott, Emily. I'm not part of this Ohio. <laughs> I love y'all. I, I love you. I, no, I still good. love Ohio. I it's do. Okay. Everybody I do. here I, I, loves I had Ohio. A great except experience. For me. Okay, yeah, okay. there you go. Okay. Okay. Out of okay. everybody in the room, but those no. are the people that import me from Ohio. Yeah, it's, to be honest, and I, I've met. It's not. It's not. <laughs> can I just go and explain my fucking Ohio thing yeah, real quick? Yeah, yeah. Not sure, okay. go okay. for All right, it. Let's put a pin in. Okay, okay, okay here we go. So, Bing. here's my Ohio thing. Now, I don't have a problem with. I mean, the only like negative like racist bar fight shit things that happen are like I've dealt with with people from Ohio and that I know that's just that's personally so that's just a that was a situation that happened in your bartending yeah down 100%. The ocean, at the ocean front. yeah it's more of a it's more of a joke when I yeah, say that yeah. you know what I mean it's right. just it's just funny because I say it and then I and then what happens is is that somebody else has to deal with the exact same thing. Right. And it and I wouldn't say it if it was just like one of those like one off occasions. Like there are multiple people that I've talked to that have had these same situations with people from Ohio. And I'm not saying that you should only come from Ohio. I'm just saying like if you're fucking racist, you like to get in fights, like I don't like where the fuck you're from. Right. But where I will defend Ohio on this one is I feel like Ohio is very like Virginia slash West Virginia. In that a lot of people, you know, like we were talking about this last week. You know, people are like, oh, Virginia, so like West Virginia? So you're out there fucking riding tractors and, you know, you're, you're a hillbilly up in the hills. No, Virginia Beach is totally different. Right. There are different types of elevated education and et cetera in Ohio. But a lot of people, you know, from different rural areas are definitely on vacation in Virginia tearing the fucking town and up they do. and making a bad impression. In Virginia, and it, so we're, clo- we're closer than Myrtle Beach and we're closer than Florida. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's we, a seven we get a lot drive. of Ohio. So. How about this? Don't act like a fucking asshole and we're good to go. Yeah. Okay, fair go, enough. Go fair fuck enough. Where you're from. Hey. Cheers to just getting your shit together wherever you're from. Right, Love exactly. You, Thank you. <laughs> if, I have to, if I have to edit this shit out because it makes somebody feel uncomfortable, then I won't. But no, I mean, going going to that point though, like you said, I mean, just uh, 
Be a good guest when you're going to a resort town. Don't be an right. asshole. Just don't be an asshole. That's We're it. all here. We want you to have a good time. We want you to. We want you to have fun and get a little tipsy. Go for it. I want you to make I, some bad decisions. Take some pictures. Show us. You know, because we want to hear that shit. That's what we're yeah. doing. Vacation. Yeah, it's yeah. vacation. That's what you should do. Because right. when you go back home, you have to deal with your home shit. But on the right. on the back burner of that, it's like keep in mind that all these other cities are going to look at where you're from and judge it based on how you act. So represent where you're from well. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But what I was saying, though, earlier, though, about Ohio, my job I had, like, going back to the whole money thing, you know, like, I literally was putting in 10, 11 hours a day doing phone sales. Oh. Like, I'm talking answering 180 to 200 phone calls a day. That's I brutal. Would, it's brutal. Like, you talk a lot as a bartender, yeah. but I would clock out, and I would see my continuous talk time of over nine hours. That's insane. You oh. don't even do that as a bartender, because you're no. at least, like, doing dishes, you're making drinks, you've got right. downtime, you're doing whatever. Nine hours of continuous talk time, and in I'm making cubicle? maybe ninety dollars a, a day. Are you in a cubicle? Oh, I was in a cubicle. Did you have yeah. a stand-up desk or a regular? Sit-down? I wish I had the stand-up desk. Yeah. No, I did have the fluorescence all over me. You know, oh, like yeah. I even started fucking wearing glasses because my eyes were starting to go oh, bad because I had four screens just glaring at me. That. I can't do it. So I mean, yeah, what I was love it? what I fucking do. What I was, like talking to people. Why, why, what was the? What was the? What was your like? Because I know a lot of people that may be listening would go well like i'm tired of bartending i'm tired of this i'm tired of that i'm tired of not having this i'm tired of not having that like i want to go ahead and do this like this thing i want to make this leap i want to use my degree i want to do whatever the fuck it is right you know what i mean like why did you decide to go back to the nine to five uh well you know i think um i think it's just one of those i i have two degrees i have a marketing degree i have a business administration degree I was like, I have to try it. Like, I have to go back. Like, I have to give it a try. But each time, you know, I worked for Starwood Hotels. I worked for um, Southern Wine and Spirits. I worked at Budget Domester. Right. And every time I just realized, you know, that's that's not me. That's not my personality. No judgment for people who do it. You know, I love it. Respect it. Go for it. Right. Um, But, I mean, kind of going back to, you know, this industry, you know, you make good money. The trick is balancing everything. Right. It's not, okay, you got off work. Right. You didn't have a great day. You got off early. You don't have to go have 10 shots and buy 15 rounds for people. No. You still made a good amount of money, which is more than what you would have done at that 9 to 5 desk job in a day. Right. Just put that shit in the bank. Yeah. Or like go and enjoy time with a friend and have a few drinks. Just Perfect. one friend. Just, maybe two. Maybe two. Perfect. Not everybody. You know, so but the it's, professionalism. It's the yeah, professionalism. Yeah. It's finding that balance. And I think you don't find that in people until they've been in the industry for a few more years. And maybe they've had that realization like I had that I enjoy that industry. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm not going to lie. When I was 22, oh, it's if I made $100 on a Sunday and I had a great weekend, I'm spending all $100 that day mm. on drinks with my friends. Right. Now that I'm 30, 31, you know, I'm getting into my 30s. Uh, not, not the case. Not you know so what much. I mean? I'm like, I'm going home and I'm cooking dinner and I'm making food for the rest of the week because I know it's going to be a long weekend. Right. You know, it's just finding that balance. That's that's the biggest thing. But a lot of people don't. You know what I mean? They they get caught in that industry life of going out till all late hours of the night. It's fucking rough, dude. I mean, it's fun. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, right. It's fun, but the shit gets old. You know what I mean? Well, like, all right. It 
didn't get old until I got older. Or, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? You get old, like, it gets old. Yeah, when, I was, when I was strange, when I was fucking, when yeah. I was 21, yeah. dude, you know what I'm saying? That I was, was in college, 22, 23. I was like, I've been having the fucking time of my life. Mm-hmm. Hindsight being 2020, you know what I mean? I wish I would have taken those years and, and not, you know what I mean, and, and saved more. You know what I mean? Fucking put that shit in Bitcoin in 2012. What the what? hell were rich. we thinking? Fucking rich. Sorry, we're not going to go into crypto. Yeah, so we're not. We might, you know, if there's one more tequila in us. I don't know. I we'll see. But we don't well, have can, can I say something, though? So, uh, so I, I think I can speak for maybe all of us when I say this. It's like, so one, you know, like, like, uh, Steve's talking about, you know, he has a, he has two degrees, one business, business administration and marketing. So for me, I just, I, the bartender in me and the everlasting bartender in me goes like, we know you could do with that though. You could open a bar. Do you right. Know, do you know what right. I mean? But I think it's just like, and I think for all of us, we have this like, this, this end idea, like end game idea is like, we're not going to bartend anymore, but we could, we could essentially open a bar from all this experience and do something. You know, with all these ideas and all this experience we've had, it creates something very special. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm sure that everybody thinks that, you know, but the way I feel is that, <laughs> and I'm sure about this too, but I think it's genuine and it's real. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the end game is is we have this opportunity right now with this podcast talking about bartending, and then the, the other side is like, yeah, I just want to open a bar too, and then maybe bartend once a week just because, you, you know, into the end, until I finally just say, like, I'm, I'm putting up the tents. Yeah, and and yeah. I think we have a unique angle because I mean, looking at especially this room, you know, with Evan, Chris, and myself, uh, we've seen all different types of bars. We're not just random people that came into money and we're like, hey, let's let's open a bar, and we don't right. know what the fuck we're doing. I don't that even know how like to order fun. or schedule. That looks right. like fun. Yeah, we have a good location at it. Right. No, like like we. I mean, that is the end game. I would love yeah. to open a bar. Are yeah. you kidding me? And take all the places I've traveled to, visited to, you know, and and. Take all those eclectic ideas and put it together, and all the money that we that we make, right? For the bar that the bars that we work, do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I um. I mean, you are married to it though. That's you are, thing. yeah. That's your baby. I'm telling you, it's, it's the it's like the mafia. I, I left a couple of times. I worked for uh, this place, Mini Gears, this little gear company where I was working with these little robots and got a. I had benefits and like a you know steady pay. Uh, I left at one point. I was like a uh, helping doing like general contracting with my brother-in-law. I I'm the that. only person that's just gone straight. I just through. couldn't. I couldn't. I had to come back every time. I couldn't. Yeah. I just. I, I made, couldn't leave. I mean, it's, it's hard to leave. It's it is hard to leave. There's so many different reasons why it's hard to leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, if we would go with the positive ones, um, like the uh, amount of flexibility that you have in your day to day life, the amount of money that you can yeah. make, yeah. Um, the amount of freedom, if you like networking, if you like talking with people, if you like studying people's behavior, you like the social aspect. 100%. Of the job. Yeah, exactly. And that's like that, yeah. that, that was, was that's, me. that's, mm-hmm. that's like a huge thing on it too. Um, and then there are like the other, the other side of why you never leave. You know, and that's like the personal part. That's the one where, like, you know, you don't save your money, or if you have like a drinking problem, you know, it's right? Like you pick up a fucking habit, you know what I mean, or whatever yeah. it may be, yeah. you know what I mean. And then you get stuck, and mm-hmm. that's like, and I think I feel yep. like when I when I have conversations with people, yep, and then they're like, oh, I'm like, I can't wait to get, can't wait to be done with this. It's like it's not, it's not the job that's the problem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's right. like, it's you. You're the issue. You know what I mean? There's something that you're doing currently in your life that you, that's making you kind of the issue. You know what I mean? Because this is, the, hands down, the best job 
that I've ever had. Yeah. You know 100%. I mean? I've yeah. had an opportunity to fucking meet the fucking best people, you know what I mean, have the best of times. I have stories until the end of my time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I've got moments in my life to the end of time that I'll be able to always pull back on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At the end of the, at the end of my time at, on this earth, and I go fucking like, and I'm, you know, I'm looking at the white light. Like all the shit's gonna flash in front of my face. That all the shit's gonna flash in front of me. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, because yeah, yeah. like because I was able to be put into that into that space. The difference now is that like you know being a little more, a little more experienced and, and being more. Um, understanding that the you know that the, that there's a there's a there's a thief uh, that's called the night that will take a lot from you if you allow it. You know what I mean? And you have to stay like very uh, if if this is what you want to do, you have to stay focused on on what your goal is. You know, yeah. whether it be ownership, whether it be management, whether it be fuck it, you just want to be a bartender. You know what I mean? Whatever it may be, like, if you want to be, uh, like, a family man, like, you can do all these things. And there are places out there, like, I have a 401k. I have health insurance. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's places out there that you can go and do this. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're going to be a dime a dozen, and, they're gonna, and you're going to be, you're going to have to fight for them. You know what I mean? For if you don't live in, a, in like, a union area. Um, but, you know, uh, the the bar, the bar taketh <clears throat> and the bar giveth. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of companies are kind of taking back the benefits that they used to give. I don't know about you guys. Like, I'm oh, sure it's not the same as it used. to It's be. not the if same. If you go back to like me. back in the P of like, like, I mean, I, I, it, that's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. You used to work if you worked there for a year, you got like two weeks. Vacation, yeah, man. Like, like, like oh, really? at Gordon yeah. Beersh, I mean, we got. Let's start with the it, easy. It all show. got rained in, and like you know, the corporate, the corporate, fucking and corporate, the, the corporate, yeah. like monster came in, and and you know. That's a whole other conversation, but it, it did. It things changed. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like I mean, when I started, people. I remember Gordon Beers. You know, yeah. let alone you got you know two shift beers, you know, a growler and like a case right. of, a month. But I mean, we got yeah two weeks paid vacation. We got a four hundred one k full dental, vision, medical, yeah. everything, and then corporations decided one at a time. We'll take away the four hundred one k. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna take away money. this. We're gonna take yeah. away that, and then now it's just standard, yeah. clean slate. You know. Um, I mean that's that's something. I mean you could get career bartenders. Yeah. That will stay with you forever. But you gotta there, you gotta give them a bone. Uh, I can't think of the name of the place, but there's a place in Hollywood where this guy. I mean he's been bar. He's like I got I gotta say he's like maybe sixty years old or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he is the guy. Like Clooney shows up. You know what I mean? Like all these big actors show up. You know what I mean? Uh, whether it be Clooney, fucking uh, I don't know name name anybody really. Tom Hanks. There you go. Boom. He's there. You know what I mean? But the thing is, is like he's been doing this for so long, and it's like the steakhouse. And he is the bartender, and mm-hmm. I don't think he will ever leave until he dies. I mean, yeah. why would he? I'm, yeah, but he's got all the respect, and he makes a decent wage. And you know, some people ask you, like, as a, as, a, as a bartender, they'll go, "Oh, is this your? Is you know, what you, what are you really doing? Is, is this your like real job?" And it's like, yeah, it is. It's, it, this is my real job. God, I hate that shit. Is this, is you guys... this your only job, or are you doing something else? And it's like, no, this is. What it. do you do besides this? Yeah, exactly. What do you do when you're not bartending? Right. <laughs> right. And the thing is, is like we. I, we, I enjoy we my did. life. I fucking. But, but I go where, outside and enjoy the man, sun. Man, I take yourself. that shit as an but insult. What, what kind like, of question I mean? is that? I hate that shit. People yeah. all the time are like, well, "Yeah, exactly." What else do you do? Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, with my free time, like I was saying, you know, practice the guitar. I fucking set up volleyball every week. I play. I go to the beach two, three times a week. You enjoy life. I get to work out. Every you enjoy day. life. Right. I enjoy life. You enjoy life yeah. for real. And honestly, what the hell are we doing on this planet? We're trying to live our best life yeah. and enjoy it. And if you're working like, in, in an office all day, <laughs> living my best life. Living my best uh-huh. life. I fucking hate that song too. <laughs> but no, like you know that that is a thing. 
You know what I mean? Those, those conversations, you know, and I like, I like to, I like to bury the, I like to bury the lead a little bit, you know, when people ask me because like I do a lot of things. Yeah. You do yeah. a lot of things. You know what I mean? But like, like busy as shit, but nobody yeah. needs to know that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the real shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. when somebody goes like, I like, I like to make, when I go to work, I like to make it a fucking joke. I like to make it a game. Like it really is a game. You know, so when I get that question, instead of getting like frustrated at people, like this is my own personal like perspective because people will constantly try to figure out what it is that you do other than bartending. They go, oh, so what is, so like, is this like all that you do? Like what else do you do? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this is it. But then you kind of want to flip the script and be like, okay, so what do you do? No, it's not. See, for me... And then what do you do with your free time? Right, 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 right. Oh, right. you're coming to go see us. Yeah. Because like, we bring the fucking fun. The fucking you know what I mean? So it's like you're Where's hanging out in our playground. Yeah. So don't judge us. Don't yeah. don't hate the fact that we chose to bartend. I just like to, like I said, I like to just not say anything. Because unless that person's like worth the time of the conversation, it's just going to be the same repetitive conversation about something. Because what happens is, and this is my own like uh, experience... Like, if I go to tell you what it is that I do, and I'm like, okay, well, um, like, I'm an actor. You know, I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a whatever. You know what I mean? I'm, I do this, I build shit, I fucking whatever. Model. Yeah, whatever. Fucking. Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> right. Eventually, eventually you're, you're like, you're, it's like your, your give a fuck meter, like, eventually goes away. And now I'm talking about shit that I actually give a fuck about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, now I'm talking, now I'm telling you about, like, my, my personal life, about the things that I give a shit about. And when I see someone start to kind of, like, lose focus into that conversation, then that pisses me off. Yeah. Do you even give a shit? Do you even care? Right. And then, so, from my experience of my nine years doing this, I just don't. Because that just helps me not get ag- like angry at that person I, I for feel not like, giving a shit. I feel like, for me, I have, like, a elevator pitch for other people now. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I, have I, I really do. It's like, my life is a series of elevator pitches. This is what I do, this is what I do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yes, this, this is my main job, but I, you know, I do pretty well, and I used to do that, but, uh, and then I just throw it out and I go, oh, okay. Does that but, get, but do you not get fucking tired of that shit? No, I do. I, I do. Yeah. I, it's yeah. same thing, it's like, people go like, what are you? I'm like, I'm Hmong. And they're like, what's Hmong? Like, Mongolian? And I'm like, fuck, man. Here you go again. I need a fucking, <laughs> yeah, right. I need and a goddamn I, pamphlet to hand to yeah, you. Yeah, right. Because I'm not trying to go through same this whole history in right. Southeast Asia with you about where I come from. I don't fucking, I just don't, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Steve, you're a pusher. You I am a pusher. That? Yeah. Um, is it safe? Can I can I talk about this? What? The the tequila? I mean, like, I don't see why not. The brand? Yeah. What's the brand? Oh, Cazadores. Yeah, so... Um, oh, yeah. So, Cazadores. What about it? No, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I feel great. I, I love the tequila. Um, mm-hmm. They make one of the greatest <laughs> tequilas that I've what? ever had in my life. And I just want to say shout out to Casadores. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that that's is yeah George Clooney, if you're listening, deals. we're looking for uh, liquor sponsorships. So uh, I mean, fuck that. I want to meet too. Ryan oh, Reynolds yeah, with Casamigos. your gym. Uh, well, but y'all are pretty good. Stay step your game gym. up. <laughs> so currently, what I'm saying is, uh, you know, we're drinking Casadores. Yeah, but Casadores. But 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 George Clooney. George Clooney, if you're out there listening, we'd love to drink Casamigos. Casamigos. Okay. And Ryan Reynolds, if you're listening, we'd love some aviation gym. And just, Ryan just Reynolds, if you're listening, I love Slash, uh, just come on our fucking show. Uh, what is the, the Christmas I would goal? That is our, our friend Dan Aykroyd from Ghostbusters. Yes, he is. Diddy, if you're yeah. listening, fuck it. Throw some Ciroc, Ciroc. to you. Yeah, so. <laughs> We're just... Uh, I swear to God, I say that every time. It's people come in, you know, and we have Diddy. like, what, 40 fucking vodkas on our rail. And they're like... You guys don't have Ciroc? I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry, but P. Diddy just did not come into town this week. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. We didn't get it. <laughs> I mean, he, 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 
Diddy killed the game. You you brought Ciroc from. I mean, they really were. Oh, they it's were, a they delicious were, vodka. They weren't they weren't selling it. anything, and then he showed up, and his marketing strategy killed. Pew. It. Pew. Pew. Explosion. Explosion. Yeah. So uh, one of the one of the directions that we want to go uh, with this is is to to take stories um, from bartenders, you guys, um, our listeners, uh, and bring them to light. Uh, the different moments, awkward, funny, serious, aggravating, emotional, um, that you may yeah. that you may come into. Um, so, if you'd like to, and we'll do it with one hundred percent anonymity. Um, email us at passingthebarpodcast at gmail dot com um, with your stories. And I'd love to do like a, a a little breakdown where you'll get um, the far left bartender, you get the far right bartender, and then we'll kind of bring it in uh, to tell you what we really think and what the what our best like advice is for that for that situation. Yeah, we'll act it out. We'll make some voices. Oh fuck! We're gonna live it up. Believe yeah. me, I'll, I'll so fucking the more descriptive. <laughs> better. Yeah, get into it. So if you get that fucking drunk girl at the bar from last night that just told you a story, just tell you, let th- here's, a, here's a goddamn, happened. here's a fucking story from my fucking weekend. And, yeah. is, and then we'll go into what yeah, like we it. can picture. So, so, so I had, uh, I got my shit kicked in, right? We got rocked. When you're at a busy bar, like there are some like key things that you don't do. If I'm the bartender and now you're the guest, let's say you order two shots of Casamigos. Sure. Okay. That's 24 bucks in my bar. Looney. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So 24 bucks. <laughs> and I go, guys, it'll be 24 bucks. So now you don't have your, your money ready. You don't have your card ready. You don't have cash ready. And I'm like, busy. We're like two, three deep at the bar. And I'm like, right. you've been waiting for a couple minutes. And you're and in now, a groove. Right. Like and you now are you're turning like, and burning people. Right. So I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. Fuck it. Pause for a second. I'm going to let you guys do your thing. I trust you. You'll be at the bar. I'm going to go over here and take another order. I finish that order. I come back. And now you go to hand me your cash. And each one of these bills, there were eight bills. There were four fives and four ones. They each single bill was folded in half, oh, and then stacked on top of one another. So, like, they handed me singularly folded bills together in a pile to equal twenty four bucks. And I like looked at him. I looked at the man with the fucking like, what the fuck? Do you <laughs> what and I'm like, doing you just fold bills all day <laughs> put it in your fucking wallet. So I, just started la- so I just started laughing. I said, I don't fucking think. Dude was think- blind and he actually had like certain ways of folding his bills. I was like, I don't fucking think so. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I went back, did another transaction and came back and I'm like, and then, you know, obviously they had unfolded everything. They were like, and there was a tip there too. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, guys, there's some like random etiquette things that are just like. Right. So essentially what's happening right now, guys, if you're listening, uh, we're having like essentially a PSA situation. PSA. Yeah. It's a public service announcement to anybody that goes to a bar and likes to enjoy themselves and doesn't want to impede on anybody else's good time. Because if you're, if you're, if you're slowing us down, you're slowing down the whole process for everybody else. The main thing is that yeah, you want to And this is out of love, people who are listening. We're right. just trying to help you right. out with we want, etiquette. We want to, that, we that's want literally to, all it is. We want you to have a better time. Exactly. Well. And speed the up day. the process at a busy bar. Sure. Steve's got the love thing, and uh, I'm fucking with it. And, I, and, I do, and like, don't get me wrong, I do want you to have a fucking good time, but I also want you to stop being a fucking idiot. Well, I think what Chris is saying is help me help you. You know what I mean? <laughs> help me help you and everybody else. I'm not ashamed to better. say this. You know what I mean? But so on that same note, yeah. like, so let me tell you about my situation. And this is, this is a small situation, but 
This is repetitive, and it is a thing. Mm-hmm. And this is something that we should think about as human beings that go into bars and order drinks. Okay? So um, you come up to me and you say, well... Chad. What's in that, though? And I go, oh, uh, well, it's this and that and this and uh, all these other things. And then you go, oh, but what about what's in that one, though? And I go, oh, well, it's this, that, this, that, blah, 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 blah. And it's like we are completely overwhelmed with business right now. And you are literally giving me an exam. You know what I mean? The, for every this drink, is a busy bar, by the way. This is, a very, this very is not lunch hour, happy no. hour, and you're making a great experience there with are like 15 other service. people waiting to get yeah, in. We're, talking, we're talking high 80 volume. people fucking deep. We're talking high volume. And people are snapping six grand an hour. And exactly. I, my constitution of decency is like at its limit. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, oh, well, this is in there and that's there. I'm being as nice as I could possibly be. And then you ask me a third time, well, what's. And I go, oh my god! And it's so like I'm, I'm falling apart at this point. Like, and I'm, not only that, I'm literally, like, about to, I'm literally about to just break apart. And how, how many minutes has this person had to right. think about it or look at the menu in while that, you're working right. your circle to get to them? In that time, I could have taken care of like these other twelve people and been perfectly fine. But I am dealing with you because you have no idea what you're doing here. And so I just want to say to that, you, that person, like, look, I'm not mad at you. I get it. You're unsure. You know what I mean? And uncertainty is a. It's a it's a big thing in life. I, I I've been there. We're all there sometimes. You know what I mean? But but at that moment when you're at the bar and everybody's been waiting for that long, figure it out. Get your shit together. Figure Karen. it out. <laughs> Karen, get your shit aunt Karen, get it together. God damn it, please. Oh, not or my aunt come, Karen. Just... That was not specifically to you because you are my aunt. Or, just get or, it. But so just... so not being ready. My fucking favorite. Thing. Yeah. Just be Is... prepared. Be prepared. Or or I, I'm sure all of y'all have seen this. Uh, there's three people deep. It's wrapped around the fucking bar. And all you hear is fucking a credit card banging on the goddamn bar, trying to get your goddamn attention. And then you go over there, and she just turns her back to her friends. Yeah, like, no. hey, what do you guys want? Wait, hold on. Want? Give me a second. Hey, what do you guys want? Like, what do you need? <laughs> I've had 10 minutes hey, to what? think about this, but I have no fucking clue what know, I'm ordering or any of you. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah, that's the best. That's a quick so way just, to get fucking skipped. Yeah. Exactly. Y'all skip the yeah. fuck out that's of you. That's literally where, like, I'm sure y'all do the you. same thing. You'll Not be like, all right, miss, what can I... The first moment that you fucking stutter, you go to turn, I'm gone. I am gone. I am fucking out of there. Fuck you. I'll come back. You know what mean? And if I come back again, people ready to if order. I come back again and you're not ready again, like you fucking look like you're ready and then you do the same fucking thing, guess what? I'm fucking leaving again. Why? Because you've now had two chances. I'm going to give you a third chance and after that, I'm going to let somebody else fucking take care of you. Sorry. Exactly right. Because uh, I've tried. Yeah, I've tried exactly. now three times. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. I, I left the landmine for you there. Like, it's like, <laughs> I ain't my one Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got him. <laughs> Oh man! That guy won't give me any service. Why not? Well, well I, well, I fucking, you know, I'm trying to order for fucking 13 people back here, and I don't have it all together yet because I'm not prepared, and that's not my fault. I'm busy, and I'm trying to give the same service that I'm giving to you to everyone else. You know what I mean? And I'm trying right. to be you're fast not and efficient. Favorites. Right? I'm really you're not. not picking favorites. There are you're no just favorites. Going through. Yeah, it's yeah you're working left goddamn right. battle. Anyway. Seven. What are you talking about? The 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 future. Our future. Our yeah, yeah. Future. So uh, I think what I want to talk about real quick is like I think today we've hashed out a lot of things like uh, uh, a lot of the issues that we're going to be talking about in the future. Uh, on, on a short note, I just want to say real quick that uh, uh, Stevie's work at Coldstone. I never knew what Coldstone was at one point, and uh, I was the only person in Coldstone. And I, when I left, I put a tip in the thing, <laughs> and five people started singing to me, and you I didn't know what to did. do. I was like, they all started singing to me, and I didn't know what was happening. I was like, 
I was the only audience, and I was literally walking out the door, and I'm like, do I leave? Do I let them finish their song? <laughs> do, do I have you know to what I mean? like, Do I have to stand here? And so I felt what happened, like, you know, looking back, you know, like, you know, re- you guys, reflecting, <laughs> I'm sitting there listening to this song, and they're like, get the fuck out of here so we can stop, listen, like, singing this damn song to you, bro. But I didn't know that was their policy. Oh, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, totally, totally, So that totally. was just, that was a quick side. And, and so many about, times, yeah. you know, I'd get people that would, you know, just hand me, you know, two, three bucks and be like, you don't, don't have sing, to sing, man. So I learned awesome. that. It's just something I've been like, thinking I about since she started that, talking about Cole, so it's a story. But, but back to the point, though, is that, yes, this is, this is the, uh, Essentially, like the uh, conversations we're having right now, as, as far as bartending goes, we've 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 gone through a lot of things. I think in the future we'll be talking about things like uh, uh, dive bars versus like mixology bars concepts. I think we should talk about uh, how to become a bartender, bartending school. I mean, these aren't these aren't set in stone, but ideas that we've been uh, how about, around. yeah. How about oh, this, absolutely. guys? Check back in. To find out what we come up with next, right? Yeah. I think we've got some good shit content-wise. Um, I feel really positive about our message, um, and I think that there is a lot to be said um, out there, um, guys. I want to, as always, thank my my hosts, I have my co-hosts. I've got Stephen. Hey, hey, and Evan. Yay, yay, yay! Amen. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, thanks for checking in with us. Thanks for making it back for round. Two, I guess. One point five two. Yeah, round <laughs> whatever, round whatever one this is for you. To, if you, unless you decided to to shuffle these, um, and uh, and thanks for checking in to uh, passing the bar podcast. Take uh, the ups and downs of the industry and uh, issues that you deal with, and talk about them from a real perspective. We're bartenders talking about real life shit with a little bit of a twist. All right, so that's the end, right? This is the part yeah. where you just go like, okay, this is the end of the thing, in the tape. Whoa, 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 we're brothers. <laughs> brothers. Hell yeah.